0: Deuteronomy chapter seventeen, verses fourteen through twenty. And the record says, when you come to the land which the Lord your God is giving you, and possess it, and dwell in it. And shall say I will set a king over me, like all the other nations that are round that are around me. You shall surely set a king over you, whom the Lord your God chooses. One from among your brethren, you shall set as king over you. You may not set a foreigner over you, who is not your brother. But he shall not multiply horses for himself. Mm -hmm. Are y'all listening? Mm -hmm. Nor cause the people to return to Egypt Mm -hmm. to multiply horses. I I hope you're still listening. Mm -hmm. For the Lord has said to you, you shall not return that way again. Mm -hmm. Neither shall he multiply wives for himself. I hope you're still listening. Mm -hmm. Lest his heart turn away nor shall he greatly multiply silver and gold for himself. I hope you heard. Yeah. Yeah. And verse 18 says, And also it shall be, when he sits on the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write for himself a copy of this law in a book from the one before the priest, the Levite. And it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, and be careful to observe all the words of this law, these statutes, that his heart may not be lifted above his brethren, that he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left, and that he may prolong his days in his kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel. Let's go back to verse 18. Also it shall be, when he sits on the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write, for himself a copy of this law in a book. I want to use for a thought for a moment. You need to write it yourself. You need to write it yourself much acclaim has been given for Solomon being the wisest man that ever walked the face of the earth. And for those of you who were in Sunday school or even read over the Sunday school lesson might understand the the difficulty I had in uh, approaching this particular text. Because often when we talk about Solomon's accomplishments, we turn to 2 Chronicles chapter 7. After he had constructed the Lord's temple. We often hear Solomon praying that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray seek my face and turn from their wicked way
1: then I will hear from heaven and I
0: will forgive their sins and I will heal the land. But I, I find troubling that Solomon in his old age became a wise fool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand what the text says to us that when Solomon grew old, That's right. he, he fell in love with several foreign women. And, and these foreign wives mm-hmm. caused him to chase after their gods. And In other words, the Lord became one God among many. Not the Lord, but one among many. And I I began to wonder how many of us have relegated God to a place of being one among many. Not being our Lord, our God, our Savior, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. But one among many. How many of us have become, have come to a place where we have told ourselves that it's alright to have all this other stuff? As long as we give God some too? Understand the calamity that Solomon did not stop worshipping the Lord, but he also also began to worship the gods of his foreign wives. every now and then he he stopped by the lord's house. Well, Bible says two days a week if I I could use my imagination for a moment I I, I say he became a christian and an easter belief. He, 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 he came by two days a year yes, to offer sacrifices to the lord. He he he, he 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 rather than focusing on the lord his god all alone he simply included God among the many others. Yeah, man. The Bible would let us know that this was not the beginning of his downfall. In fact, if we read the whole record, we might find out that he started this downward spiral on good intentions. The Bible, the, 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 the chronicles of first King of First King said that he started out with the wife of uh, Started out with the daughter of Pharaoh. (laughs) But you have to understand he made this marriage in order to to accomplish the Lord's work. And I I began to ask myself, how many of us make deals with the devil so that we might do the Lord's work? How many of us sacrifice what it is that God wants us to do that, that we might do what we think that God would have us to do? Solomon makes this deal with Pharaoh so that he might have the tools and the equipment and the expertise to build the temple, the Lord's house. And so in order to have access to the resource, he prostitutes himself by engaging in partnership with the devil. And I I, I want us to know that sometimes it seems Easy for us to make deals with the devil. When we're looking at the greater end, it it seems reasonable for us that we might have to give a little to get a little. But sometimes when we flex, we become broken and we do not even realize. Well, well, what is the first problem in this? The Bible says that the king ought to write it down because they ought not ever go back to the plate where God has delivered them from. He he goes to Pharaoh's daughter, and he he engages in this marriage with Pharaoh's daughter because he believes it will prepare him to do what God would have him to do. Well, I, I, I realize that too many of us want to go back to the places where we've been in bondage and tie ourselves again to the bondage. With a misspelled belief that it will somehow enable us to do what it is that God would have for us to do. Somehow I believe that we convince ourselves that if we go back to the place, if we did it down every now and then, if if we go back every once in a while and we track track our roots, it, it wouldn't hurt anybody. God tells them they should never go back to Egypt. Because Egypt is a place where the Lord has delivered them. Can I, can I ask you where has the Lord brought you from? Can, can, can you really answer that question? Do you, do you know where the Lord has brought you from? Has the Lord brought you out of darkness into his marvelous light? Do you know where the Lord has brought you from? Has The Lord delivered your body from sickness. Do you know where the Lord has brought you from? I I find it strange that we want to go back to the place where the Lord delivered us. I I want you to know that's dangerous ground going back to those places. But too often we want to play play around with it and When we play around with it, we find out that it doesn't hurt right now. So he finds him one foreign wife. By the end of his life, the Bible says he has 700 wives and 300 side chicks. It doesn't seem to hurt right now. But but let me let me tread carefully. Because I I, I want us men to know it, it one woman is enough. But if you have to manage between a thousand that that that's once every three years for that woman. It will mess up your mind. You find yourself trying to do whatever it takes to make one happy. Because they'll look at one and see well, she got this. You need to give me that. Now, now, now we talk about the temple that Solomon built for the Lord, but, but, but because he had all these women with all these other gods, he began to build other temples similar to the one that he built for the Lord. He, he began to build and construct places that look like that served the, the same purpose but was dedicated to a different God, and, and I just wonder how many of us construct things that are Look like the stuff we constructed for God, but they serve different purposes. How many of us do good things for all of the wrong reasons? How many of us do good things that aren't God things because we are so distracted by all the other gods we have invited into our lives because rather than the Lord being our God, the one, the only, the supreme, the Yahweh, the one who rules and super rules. We have included him in a bunch, in a bucket of other God. I, I wonder how many of us have simply been going along to get along that, 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 that we have not really allowed Jesus to make a change. In our hearts because we have only convinced ourselves that all we have to do is accept that he was born. Accept that he died for our sins and that we can keep on going along. But I I hear Solomon's prayer and I I went back to read the original prayer that's written in the Chronicles of Kings. He said that in this place. now, Now he constructed several temples for those other gods but he said in this place. When your people come and they have sin that, that, that if they repent, if they offer confession for their sins that they will receive forgiveness. And I, I have to ask myself why is it that we fail to really come to God? I, I, I was troubled in reading the end of Solomon because I never saw where he repented. I, I saw when God came to him and told him about the error of his ways, but I never saw Solomon going back to that place. They said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from that wicked way. Never saw him go back I wonder, are we the same way? Would we rather deal with our consequences so that we can enjoy what we have now? The the, the Bible said that Solomon loved these women. He grew attracted to the very things that turned his heart away from the Lord. In other words, he became a wise fool. And and so I had to find my answer by going to the instructions in Deuteronomy. Now I want you to understand that that the book of Deuteronomy was probably written after Solomon lived and died. But the writer understood the lesson. And what the writer says and suggests to us is that the king ought to write down the law for himself. Let Let me see if I can work with it just a little bit. All right, all right. The Psalmist David said, Lord, write your word in my heart that I might not sin. I guess you The psalmist David asks, Lord, write your will. But the instructions given is that the king himself needs to take the book and write it down himself. Amen. I find that too many of us just expect God to do the heaven work for us, too many of us expect God to just simply come into our lives and clean stuff up move stuff out the way that we're not trying to let go of. But but can I help somebody because there's somebody crying over the death of somebody. Because you asked God to clean up your life. And so God's way of cleaning up your life was to take some folk out that you refused to let go. There's some folk who've been crying over spilled milk because there's some friendships that's been burned. But God's way of cleaning up, right. when you got folk that you wouldn't let go of, yeah. some folk crying over some relationships that have been broken, that God's way of cleaning up, yeah. when you won't let go of some stuff, it's, yeah. it's simply to take some folk out right. that you refuse to let go of. Uh, and so the instruction is to write it down yourself. Yeah. I ask myself, how many folks spend time of enough with God's word so that they can write it down? You, you see, I, can, I, can I share a sequel with you? My, my wife often times talk about me because I, I spend a lot of time writing. In fact, I, 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 I go to the computer because I write and I rewrite. Yeah. If I mess up, I rewrite it again. Perhaps when I was writing my sermons on paper, I wrote the text down about 70 times before between Monday and Sunday because I, I, I need it to be perfect but writing it helped me to remember it. Get, let, let, let me see if I can help somebody because we, we just hope that at the right time it'll kick in. We just hope that when we get into the situation we, we might find it but if you start writing some stuff down, if you start having some conversations with the Lord on pen and paper, yeah. not good. it might just come to you. I, I remember as a child reading about Michael Jordan and his infamous shot of when he switched hands, and I, I remember him saying I used to practice this shot all of the time, and, and when I just needed to do it in a real, real game situation, Amen. it just happened. Some of us just think that all we got to do is get it on Sunday and when hell starts breaking loose it'll, it'll just happen. But when you spend time with the word, when you spend time transcribing, it, it, it I, I noticed that I read that it wasn't just having somebody read it to him daily, but it was him spending time writing. this particularly in a time when not everybody could write, but the king often know enough. To keep on writing the word of the Lord because if you keep on writing it, you'll remember it. Yeah. Then it become habit, it become instinct. When you find yourself in trouble, yeah. you'll say, I remember what the Lord said about this and I, I know what way to go. I know how to keep the Lord's commandments. Yeah. You need to write it for yourself. The instruction is intentional that when you get to your kingdom. See if y'all give me a few minutes to work with this. When you get, when the king gets to his kingdom, not now. All right, all right. Uh, I told you I can't fix this till the next Sunday. <laughs> but there's something about the question the disciples asked Jesus as he got ready. to ascend into heaven. Mm -hmm. And he said is this they said is this now the kingdom. Mm -hmm. When we pray the Lord's prayer, thy kingdom come. Mm -hmm. Thy will be done. When we want God's will in our lives, when we want to experience the kingdom of God in our lives, we got to start writing what God has said, we got to start writing the promises and the declarations of God. We've got to start writing the, what the Lord has promised and given to us. That when we get there, because rest assured, troubles will come when we get there. Rest assured, trials will come when we get there. Rest assured, sickness will come. We're known as a bomb in Gilead. When when we get there, we know we're here high, highest. In this pavilion, when we get that, we ought to write it down for ourselves. But then, not just write it down, but we ought to pick it up daily. We ought to read what we wrote. Too many folk want to wait to consult God. And I heard the bumper sticker that when all else fails, try God. But can I tell you, I'm tired of bumping my head waiting on everything else to fail. When all else fails, try God. I, I, I don't want to wait that long. But I want to go to the Lord first. I, 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 I don't want the bump lessons. I want to learn from what he's already told me and remind myself that when I find myself in trouble, I I hear the, the Bible tell Solomon to be like his daddy David. And, and so I had to go back and look at his daddy David, and I remember his daddy David at Ziklag. You all remember Ziklag, don't you? When he when he came back and found everything destroyed in the Bible, said he had to encourage himself in the Lord, but I find that too many of us are riding along life them Burning out just hoping we can make it to the next filling station. But what happens when the distance is too far? We've got to have a reserve. We've got to have a place that we can go to. An anchor that will hold us in the storms and the trials of life. We've got to have something that will keep us filled when we can't get to the filling station. We've got to have something that will help us to keep on going when all oh, hell breaks out around us. You've got to go that day. prophet said his mercies are new mm-hmm. every morning. Yes. Yes. Huh. But I want you to know leftovers don't last long. Oh, right now. Mm-hmm. They don't last. Mm-hmm. Because when you think about all that you had to deal with in just the last few hours, yeah. you can say if it had not been yeah. for the Lord, who was on my side yeah, yeah. if it had not been for the Lord yeah. I could have been dead yeah. sleeping in my grave yeah. leftovers yeah. don't last too long just what it took me to get here this morning consumed everything I had left over on last night leftovers yeah. Yeah. don't last too long you got to go there yeah. every. because things will come that look like God that sound like God but that ain't God so I have to wonder how is it that Solomon became confused because of all these gods of his foreign wives I can hear Solomon saying well they do the same thing that we do They offer sacrifices just like we do. They sing songs just like we do. They pray prayers just like we do. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather have Jesus than all that the world has to offer.
1: I heard Kirk
0: Franklin say, I'd rather have Jesus than have silver or gold. And I I hear the Bible say that under Solomon's reign, in all of his wisdom, riches became affluent, that silver was common, and wood, the best wood, was common. But I'd rather have Jesus. I don't know about you. But too many of us have been placing our hope in all of the wrong places. And all of the wrong places. We've been expecting. That simply because God has said. This is my home. That it will stand. Whatever. But there comes a time. When God has a greater purpose. He said my desire. Is that none. None would perish but that all will come to repentance. Sometimes God allows us to experience failure so that we might learn the right way. David said, Lord, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. But the reality is we spend a lot of our time walking in darkness. Mm -hmm. We don't expect the light to come on. Sometimes we stub our toe. Sometimes we trip and fall. But we've got to go back. We've got to write it. Read it, say it, live it for ourselves. It's not as simple as letting God do all the heavy work. And we keep going on. Paul said, shall I continue in sin so that I might get more grace?" Some of us think that the more we sin, the more grace we get. Uh Paul answered his own question. He said, God forbid. God forbid today that any of us leave expecting God to do all the heavy work. The condition given to Solomon, rewritten. As if my people were called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. The condition starts with us. It begins with us. I know this week we tend to expect God to do all of the lifting. But we can't keep playing with this thing. Yeah. Since the Booker, you said you let go of the old. We gotta let go of it all. Yeah. Paul said, "All things are passed away. Behold, all, all, all things are made new."